Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Hello, Donna. Hello, Steven. Hello, Don. Hello. <laughs> That's <laughs> She's our drunk cockney lady. Oh, yeah. oh listen, man. Listen. Listen. If I I don't I don't know if I'm extremely well rested. Or if I didn't get a wink of sleep. I don't understand. Dawn, I thought of you in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. I've been walking in my dreams. What do you, what, what I do? I had a dream. I, I think I dreamt the entire night. I'll tell you that uh, Hilaria, Hillary Baldwin started this. I'm going to blame Elizabeth Reese in a moment. But then my my own brain went just in all sorts of wacky directions. Here's the bummer. There was a point in the middle of the night, a specific sequence in a dream happened, mm-hmm. and I sort of stirred awake, and then I thought, I'm going to ask Dawn what that means in the morning, yeah. and now I don't remember what it was. you didn't because you didn't write it down. Duh. Where's your little notebook next to your bed? It's mm-hmm. right next to it, and I just didn't See? write in it. So I felt like I dreamt more last night for the duration of the night than I ever have before. Yeah. You got Elizabeth a lot of said, messages that your soul is trying to I get guess. in touch with you. I know that Hillary Baldwin was in Act One. Okay. Because as I went to bed last night, Elizabeth Reese, who returned from maternity yesterday, mentioned it. And I said, yeah, you know, I, I, I don't know about this story. It was just off my radar. I, and she was like, oh, my gosh, that's all I've been thinking about. So then I go, and right before I go to bed, got into bed, before 10.30, by the way, with the phone off, but I started looking at the Hilaria Baldwin story, and that was a bad way to start a sleep cycle, I think. Oh, my God. Mm. I do that, too, Steve. That's how I start to fall asleep. I start thinking about things from the day, and then that morphs into something, and then I feel like I'm never sleeping when I'm dreaming. Mm. I'm like, I'm not, I'm never going to fall asleep, because I think in my head that I'm just thinking it, but you're actually... In a deep sleep. So do we think that we're well-rested? Is is dreaming a good sign? Is it a sign of good sleep? Or is it a sign of restless sleep? Dawn? I, I don't know. I don't know either way. They can happen during deep sleep and restless sleep. Hmm. So it's just kind of you can have lucid dreams that are right on the verge of you falling asleep, which feel like you're still awake. Right. That are very real. Some people get a lot of inspiration from those. Then you can control them. Yes. We found Uh-oh. out recently. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm reading now that uh, the dreams that you remember 
happen during the REM cycle of sleep. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Now, there was a part of it that I remember with... It involved Jennifer Garner, a celebrity I haven't thought of in a very long time. Haven't seen any. Haven't. Where's she been? I'm sure she's uh, doing she's great. She's all over commercials. Are you? Uh, tell me um, two things about Jennifer Garner. When do you think of her? Well, well, I'll tell you what happened in the dream last night. No, first tell her two things. Oh, um, she's very likable and she's very pretty. Okay. But that might be influenced by my dream because guys, she and I smooched last night in this dream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah. She was the aggressor, I think. No. <laughs> you mean the pursuer? <laughs> Can you blame like her? usually the aggressor. <laughs> like, she was the aggressor. It's, it's, it's like usually maybe, I'm aggressively kissing. Maybe use pursuer. Or pursuer. Pursuer? Yeah, pursuant feels legal. <laughs> you know? I don't know. Well, Donna, you were dreaming last night, too. Do you remember any? Did yeah. Did you pursue anyone? So my friend Mike was over, and we were going to have our friend John come over. And Is... then I had to leave for a little bit. And then I get back to my house, and he's like, yeah, we peaced out. And I'm like, oh, my God, I ordered food. I, rude. <laughs> that Do you have real friends, Mike and John? Yes. I've never heard of them. Must not be that close. Yeah, no, we're very close. Mm. We're close. They go by different names. Oh. oh <laughs> Those okay. are their first names. Oh, okay. 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 And I was like, dudes, I mean, I kicked my roommate out. I... Oh, no way. And so this was, you felt slighted by them. I felt a little okay. slighted because, oh, and then it was like, okay, let's do it on Thursday. Nope, football's on. I'm like, fine. Now, see ya. Here's something that you and I both have in common, Donna, from from our dreamy nights last night. I came home, dozed off on the couch for probably 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, that's good. But then I had difficulty falling asleep, so I took 10 milligrams of melatonin. Oh. <laughs> you took one half of a sleep aid. Yeah, like a generic. Yeah. yeah. So we both had sleep aids. Yeah. And then we had these dream ravaged I nights of sleep. I always take a sleep okay. aid. Uh, it's very rare that I don't take one. Melatonin makes me, I cannot, I don't, I can't get out of my dreams. They're crazy. Yeah. They're weird. I can't do melatonin because of the dreaming is so, it's like I don't realize I'm in a dream. Right. It's like and then I you really get think freaked it's real. Out. And then I get scared and it's mm. really freaky. I can't do melatonin. You know what else it does that? And it works so great though, is that valerian root. Oh. I've never tried valerian it's root. It's so good. I mean, I feel like I sleep through the night, but the other side effect is the dreams. Yeah. The dreams, yeah. So yeah. as far as your dreams, Steve, uh, mm-hmm. so did was it one dream with Hilaria Baldwin and Jennifer Garner? You don't know. No, these okay. these were the story continued to morph throughout and I would toss <laughs> and turn and then fall back asleep and almost immediately into a dream again. OK, yeah. Hilar- when you're dreaming about both of them, you're dreaming about an imagined part of yourself because they're celebrities. OK, as far as Hilaria would go, you are dreaming about uh, depending on what she was doing in the dream. I would say since you're consuming the same information I am about mm-hmm. her, mm-hmm. you're dreaming about a part of yourself that you don't feel like you're not being true to your real self. Mm, okay, mm, and so okay. you are at odds with that person. I'm Wait, assuming within you. Are you talking about me, Esteban? Yes, Esteban. <laughs> yeah, okay. you don't feel like you're being. There's a part of your life where you don't feel like you're being true to your real self, and it okay. bothers you. 
And in the same vein, you also get a lot of you are trying to create something new with a Mm. different part of yourself that is very likable. Mm. Okay, so it's the beginnings Mm. of creating something new with that person within Mm. you. Okay, okay. What about Donna getting screwed over by Mike and John? Okay, so <laughs> she's dreaming about her subconscious mind because they're men and she's a woman. Okay. Um, food is knowledge, so I would mm. say you know you got you were prepared to like have this this Get time together. with yourself where you felt secure and that you could consume whatever knowledge you were going to consume. And then you were sort of got distracted and didn't do that. So you weren't Hmm. honoring your own agreement with your inner self. May I ask a follow-up question? Um, We buried the lead here. In the dream, she heartlessly kicked her roommate out of the house so that she could hang with Mike and John. I didn't kick him out. I was just like, hey, you know, there's going to be two people in the house. So I wanted to be considerate. So you have to take all of these people in your dream and only you know the answer to this. You have to think of three qualities that each one of them possess. Oh, God. So your roommate, whatever qualities he has... You have to think about, you had to set that part of yourself aside to prepare. Oh, to... I see. Yeah. Because by throwing him out, I was trying to get rid of that part of me to accommodate. Accommodate. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. And fostering those other qualities. But then fun. you didn't end up really doing that. No, this, I didn't follow through. And this Mm-mm. this could be like something simple, like you wanted to read a book, but instead you watch TV. <gasps> I mean, we dream so dramatically. Yes. So it could be just like. Oh no, I forgot. I left my coffee cup in my car and now I feel like a slop. And you can have this epic dream. You know what I mean? It's- yeah. That's good. We dream dramatically. That's a really good way of uh, describing it. You know, and it's a dramatic representation of the mundane and, and in our life. And a lot of times, you know, it, there's a deeper meaning and a, you know, your your soul is trying to give you a message about something big and deep, but sometimes it's just dumb stuff. Right. It's nothing. <laughs> um, by the way, we should, are we going to talk about this Hilaria Baldwin? Yeah, we're going to get in. Who at, don't know? Yes. At 11 o'clock, uh, if you're not listening live, make sure you listen on the podcast because I really had my first foray into it and then I coupled it with another really bizarre Hollywood story out there right now. So we'll dig into that in all of the drama surrounding Hilaria Baldwin and her husband Alec Baldwin and the quasi-fake identity that mm-hmm. some are suggesting. So we'll dig in at 11. Okay, cool. When we come right back, though, you're going to have some things that make you go, huh? You know the song Midnight Train to Georgia? Love it. It was originally something different. Mm-hmm. And they changed two specific things, and I don't think it would have worked. Uh, we'll get into that. And other useless things that, you know, maybe you'll be happy that you learn them when we return on Don and Steve on My Talk. Donna and Steve at your service on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, and this. Things that make you go. Things that make you go. On midnight in Georgia. <laughs> know that song? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What if it was on that midnight plane to Houston? No, I don't think that would work. <gasps> well, that is originally what it was called. But why? They asked. He answered because the songwriter was talking with Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> and she said she was taking a midnight plane to Houston to see her family. Heard him in the play to Huda. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
You know, I didn't really going for it. I didn't sing a ton over Christmas break. This feels good to get it, it feels out. Feels really good. It? I can tell. I'm gonna have to do a lot of this. I think during the commercial break, pretty loud okay. in my closet. Okay, do it in your closet. That'd be or, great. In my dressing room, as it were. <laughs> there are several animals, Donna, that are immune to snake and scorpion venom, including pigs, oh, hedgehogs, oh, and skunks. Why? I don't know, but I can tell you this. I have seen a scorpion in real life. When I lived in New Mexico, they're one of the pests that you have to spray for. Wait. Oh, yeah. I had those in Texas. Oh, Lord in heaven. Were they scorpions? Yeah, it was a scorpion. With their wound up tail, ready to sting you. Okay, no, we didn't have those. One time, (laughs) Stevie Boy was playing the guitar barefoot. Because it felt like I was earthing. Mm-hmm. Connecting. And Grounding it, yourself. Yeah. It was on cement. But does this still work if you do it on a man-made poured sure. floor? Hmm. Anyway, I looked down and I saw a scorpion. And I was like, oh, my gosh. What if that thing would have stung me mid-song <laughs> and I died? Oh. I think you can die from a scorpion bite. I'm sure. Even if you're a person. Stuff like that. I don't know how people live in areas that have those kinds of things. When I was in South Dakota, we were going on this little hike in the Black Hills. And there were signs everywhere that said, beware of rattlesnakes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm not walking down that path. <laughs> those were also in New Mexico. New Mexico was the one state that as a child growing up, I kid you not, I said it would be the last state I would ever live in. And then what happens? Your boss calls you one day and says, we'd like to relocate you to New Mexico. So then you end up there. And I couldn't believe it for those reasons, Donna. Black widows, scorpions, rattlesnakes. Yes. I never saw a rattlesnake there, but I have a friend who was bitten by one, former (gasps) producer. Still living, by the way. Really? Still alive. Also, uh, coyotes. Now, we have these right down the street here in Chaska. They're everywhere. But I remember one day walking little Adeline, my oldest daughter, she was in a stroller, so real little, and it was a Sunday morning, and I thought, is someone behind me? And I turned, and I don't know if it was 20 feet or 30 feet, it just felt way too close, was a coyote. Oh, they're pretty, like, they skittish. Yes, what they say you should take are little rocks with you, have them in a pocket, have them under your stroller, whatever, yeah. and then if they would ever come near you, you scatter them. Imagine you throw them down on the pavement and they all scatter, yeah. and so too. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The coyote will. Now, I've tried coyote and coyote in this same story. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think coyote feels more true to me. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the source of my dream thing, Don, that you were talking about, where I'm not true to myself, dreaming about Hilaria Baldwin. Yeah. Maybe that's it. It's mm-hmm. the coyote pronunciation. Oh, right. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh, God. In ostrich, boy, don't they look like dumb birds. Well, they might be extremely stupid. Their eye is bigger than their brain. What do they do when they put their head in the ground? Is there a purpose mm-hmm. for that? Are they looking for food? Or are they just that dumb? Um, I don't know, Steve. Sorry, can't help you. Don't have my insight. They must be looking for food. You think? They do look very stupid, though. (laughs) And emus aren't much better. That's just, that's the same bird of a different name, right? Yeah. What's the real difference between an ostrich and an emu? Uh, there's probably one thing like an alligator and a crocodile, you know, mm, a snout. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Different, different mm. reproductive <laughs> organs. <laughs> I'm almost done. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> now, this is something fun for Say by the Bell fans. Say by the Bell, the new class, actually had a longer run than the original Saved by the Bell, and it produced more episodes. Wow. Never reached the same level of cult following wow you can watch the new saved by the bell the reboot on the peacock oh have you checked it out you did right i watched one episode of it i thought it was a nice nostalgic tip of the cap okay i liked it it didn't take itself seriously johnny cash's birth name wasn't johnny and don't get smart and say i bet it was jonathan or john he didn't have any first name really what his parents gave him the initials J.R. because they couldn't think of a name. What? Come on. When he enlisted in the Air Force, they said he needed a name. So he picked John. Bob! So, Bob. so his birth certificate says J.R. J.R. Cash. That's strange. I get calling your kid by initials. Yeah. Let's dance. Hey, Donna, knock, knock. Who's there? Ma. Ma who? Midnight train is your That makes absolutely no sense. Uh, speaking of singing, uh, John, uh, oh, no, we're not there yet. Yeah? We're not there. Never mind. Okay. Um, coming up soon, though, we'll yeah. have a story about karaoke. Okay. That's coming up. We'll talk karaoke, TV, as some people call it, oh, which is completely wrong. My Talk 107.1. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 107.1. Watermelon sugar. <laughs> No, <laughs> wow, if you're ever looking for a job as a backup singer. No, seriously? You'll be on the unemployment line. Donna. Yeah, Donna. What? It's 2021. I know. The cynics be darned. <laughs> you have grown so much this morning. <laughs> I don't think you got good sleep because your groaning is higher than normal. Is it really? Yeah, it's more frequent than normal. It's still low in register. <laughs> oh. 
Is that when your roommate just knows to feed you more? He throws a bone into the basement. <laughs> Shuts the door real quick because I'm like... <laughs> Oh, good Lord. You give Donna some rawhide and an episode of The Bachelor. She's good to go. <laughs> Which I think was on last night. Yes. It was. Anybody? Nope. Yeah, no. I just, I can't. They ruined me yeah. with Colton. We, um, All right. We have producer Lisa on Twin Cities Live who does a weekly breakdown for us, so we don't have to watch any of it, and she just tells us what's on her heart. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's good. She's really pumped for this this Matt guy. Everybody yes. loves Matt. He's the yeah. first black bachelor. He's very handsome. He is ex- his abs are uh, a at least problem. Reese were talking. She was talking all about him today. That he has dimples. He has abs. Oh yeah, I heard. I was <laughs> yeah. like, ooh, yeah. she likey. Yeah, very handsome. Any hoozle. Um, I tried to watch uh, Jeopardy last night, and I oh. realized I don't know what time it's on. So I talked into my little microphone remote and was like, Jeopardy. (laughs) And um, (laughs) turns out it was on at 4.30 and I was looking for it at 6.45. Oh, yeah. 6.30, you know, because this is Alex Trebek's um, last week, Mm. which was originally going to air like Christmas week. um, So there's going to be a special on Friday for him. But uh, in case you missed his message... At the end of this episode, um, it was very, very sweet. Here's what he had to say. You'll recall that about a month ago, I asked all of you to take a moment to give thanks for all of the blessings that you enjoy in your lives. Now, today, a different kind of message. This is the season of giving. I know you want to be generous with your family, your friends, your loved ones. But today, I'd like you to go one step further. I'd like you to open up your hands and open up your heart to those who are still suffering because of COVID-19. People who are suffering through no fault of their own. We're trying to build a gentler, kinder society. And if we all pitch in just a little bit, we're going to get there. Aww. Oh, that's really sweet. sweet. Now, I wonder if he's going to have like a message like that at the end of every episode this week. Yeah, it makes you wonder. I saw that the producers have said he, answering the question, does he give a farewell message, which he had long said he wanted to do, just give him 30 seconds at the end of a Jeopardy. And then he would just say his goodbye that way. They said he did not know that the last show that they produced would end up being his final show that he hosted. Right. So I don't think that there will be that sort of a poetic goodbye. But you're right that there could be a chance that at the end of each episode, he just takes a minute to say something, you know, not necessarily a farewell, but Mm -hmm. a special note from him. Right. Mm. Mm. He sounded... Weak. He sounded weak there. Yeah, yeah his, his voice, his voice is... sounded a little hoarse almost. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he was saying um, that he was having trouble speaking, um, you know, before he, he passed away. The weeks coming up to that, he said, you know, sometimes he has trouble just, you know, getting it out hmm. because it was affecting his, his voice. So, so sad. But anyway, I'm recording them all, so I'm happy to say that I can go back and watch them. Thank you for asking. Oh, okay. good. Okay. Dawn, you, did you just get um, dis- Discovery Plus? <gasps> yes, I mm. did. Oh, it's great, you guys. What is it? A streaming service? It is. It has so many different channels. You've got the Food Network, History Channel, Discovery, the Magnolia Network. That's oh, Chip and Joanna mm. Gaines' new network. Uh, you know, like our show Alone. The seasons are on there. And what's great is that it's only $7. And 
Um, there's also like if you like true crime, the um, investigation discovery. Yep. Oh my gosh, there's oh. so many shows on there. So I wonder if that eliminates the. I think it's called the ID channel. The ID Comcast. channel. So yeah. that's gone now. It's not. Is it gone? I'm not sure because I don't have Comcast, but that's where all of these shows live and you can watch them here. Okay. We love it because um, we basically got it because of 90 Day Fiance. Oh. All of the seasons really? are on there and we waste so much time watching commercials on the TLC yep. website or not website of uh, the app. Right. And I before basically what I was doing is casting it to our TV from my phone. Okay. And on the and anybody who watches TLC will just I mean it is ridiculous. The show is an hour and 20 minutes and it is 2 hours including commercials. Hmm. Whoa, Jeez. that's so, insane. so much. And then it's repetitive commercials where you're seeing the same thing over and over. So for us to spend $7 a month and eliminate and get back 40 minutes of our lives every night right. is awesome. That's also, awesome. if you love anything paranormal, all the shows are anything paranormal is basically on there now. I mean, HGTV, it's... It's great. I think it's well worth $7 without ads, and then $5 if you want to suffer through the ads. Okay. They that's have that's a good pitch. Because everybody like, feels like the fatigue. So you're giving a strong argument for downloading yet another streaming service. This is a good one. It really is. I mean, you just won't even realize how many shows that are on there that you probably love. Um, and I'm not being paid by them to say this by the way I just, although you're open to that if, if ever they wanted to reach out absolutely if they want to put me on one of their shows for yeah. uh you know a paranormal show i'm down for that too so discovery plus worth the seven dollars without ads and they have extra content like we're 90 day fiance fans what they've done is they've taken certain couple stories and just put them they've edited all together into one thing so that you don't have to like if you're really into one couple and then they filmed extra extra stuff after so it's hmm. after the 90 day show so half of the show is like a recap of all of their segments got it and like then broken up stuff after when they're just married and okay. so it's just consumable and extra that show stuff. by the way is not on my radar so that is these people meet and within 90 days they get married oh god Oh, Donna. Oh, my God. <laughs> this couple stuff just freaks me out. It is people who are marrying foreigners. And so a K-1 visa, the 90 Day Fiance is about people who have gotten a K-1 visa, which means if you bring your fiance, you have to apply for it. It's hard to get one. Once you get it, you have 90 days to get married or they have to go back to Morocco or whatever. Oh, my God. And these people are so ill-matched. You can tell that some of them are clearly just here to be an American. And then some of them are true. And the families all usually are very skeptical and are not down with the relationship and the drama with their families. And the people, a lot of times, probably couldn't find anybody here to marry Oh, my God. They're just so in love. They're so blind (laughs) to the fact that this person is taking them for a ride. And you're like, oh, my God. I have a friend who actually married um, a guy from South Africa when they were living in Nashville because his visa was about to be up or whatever. Okay. and, And she needed to go to school. And he offered to pay for the schooling. Oh, well, that's And so just... she married him. Oh. 
I think they're still married. Okay, well, that would be just a mutual agreement. A lot of these people think that they're, I mean, they, they think they're really in love. And, oh, you know, no. a lot of the relationships do work out. And you're like, okay, this is legitimate. But then some of them are just so wrong. I mean, you could, I got my boyfriend addicted to it. He cannot get enough. If you like that, we're on sorry, season Steve. seven. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, I was just wondering if if we have heard at all, if there's sort of rever- uh, like a reverse of this show where perhaps like an American woman could get the opportunity to maybe go abroad and find her partner there because I I have someone. No. I'm just saying. He's trying oh, to get rid of me. Okay. Donna, no, I'm not, you could do the show remote from Barcelona or wherever. Well, there's, a, there's a spinoff called 90 Day the Other Way. That's oh, where the they one. go overseas. Yes. Yes. Oh, Donna. It's Donna. so addictive. I don't know anybody who wouldn't be addicted to these shows. Okay, so if you like that show, my hairstylist is addicted to the show. Um, it, it's like lockups, love after lockup. Oh, I would love that. And it's about people who get married while the other person's in jail. Oh, God. In yes. prison. Mm-hmm. And then they come out and it kind of follows them after. Just weird. Ooh, that is on WeTV, it looks like. Okay. Shoot, man. We've <laughs> gotten like into the inner cupboards of the television program lineup. <laughs> 90 Day Fiance is such an important, g- great franchise for, for TLC that they have probably eight spinoffs with with different seasons. Are you kidding I'm me? not kidding you. It is wildly popular, and you have to just start from season one. And you won't be able to get enough, but just get Discovery Plus first. Actually, they're only they're adding those full seasons starting on the twenty fourth of January, I think, or the 29th. So you can't get it yet. But if you sign up now for Discovery Plus, there's so much to watch until then. All right, way to sell it, girl. Oh my god, dang! Again, um, previous segment not sponsored by Discovery Plus, just a genuine. <laughs> thrilled customer and that's great here's something else for everybody there are new prizes for the new year and listener rewards for the month of january okay see if you could win a smartwatch. well you can oh oh but people can listeners can dinners from hello fresh we're talking gift cards to athleta and crisp and green we've got my talk yoga bag up for grabs there tons of great stuff you can register for any and all of those rewards so you register then you listen and enter to win see everything up for grabs in our new january listener rewards on the app download it today if you don't already have it or you can always check it out at mytalk1071.com when we come right back dawn is going to tell us about a story that has to do with karaoke and uh, hitching a ride. We'll tell you about it coming up next on My Talk. And welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Appreciate you guys listening. Oh, don't forget, it's Tuesday. That means confessions are coming up at 1130. Steve has it today. We sort of uh, turned it on its ear today. Facebook, Instagram, they would never confess to listening in on our conversations and then providing us with ads based on what we just spoke mm-hmm. about. So since we know that they're not going to do that, we figured just tell us about a time that you thought Facebook was listening or you thought Instagram was listening, and we will count it as a confession on behalf of the social media mm. behemoths. I like it. Uh, you could also email us, Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. But first, this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? If you see something and you 
time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. This sounds fun. Yeah. It is really fun. So I found this story about a taxi driver in Taiwan. And he offers a discount and free rides in return for singing karaoke <laughs> inside of his cab. His name is Tu Ching Liang. He actually now has a very popular YouTube channel where he will post a video of you singing. Nice. And it's so great because it started out like 10 years ago. He just wanted to have a different, you know, experience for people and say, hey, if you want a discount, will you sing karaoke? Now he has like disco lights in there. You sing and it's just now it's as he's a social media giant as he calls himself. I feel like, oh. Don, I, I could be wrong, but somebody featured this guy a few years ago. I think maybe CBS Sunday Morning. Okay. Got wind of this guy and did a little segment on him. It's so cute. He, um, he thinks that he claims to have discovered this singing career of a guy who is famous in Taiwan called Edward Chen after his karaoke taxi performance. And um, I have a little bit of the clip of him. He has uh, this guy is also FYI, very good looking. So that doesn't hurt when you're Mm. trying to become a star. Mm. (laughs) But here he is singing in Tu Ching Liang's uh, cab. normal guy who gets in your cab though i mean it's pretty great a little, little pitchy it was a little pitchy but it's i mean he's probably going over bumps and uh, stuff yeah you know? yeah so oh, this whose is just, side are you on it's just this is just a fun story i tweeted that out so you can actually follow this guy and you can just find all different some of them are really bad and it's just hilarious um but he has all of the videos of um of these taxi cab performances and he offers free rides to them he he does um if they if they sing yeah <laughs> so i mean it's kind of like cash cab A kind of bit. yeah cash he also cabby. he has like little contests that he that he runs with people so i love it that's the so dorbs fun. okay i have a story okay um my story has to do with a woman who had an unfortunate autocorrect on her resume. Oh, no. You could say that, yeah. And apparently, you know, sometimes people have fun usernames, you know? Mm-hmm. So she wasn't getting a lot of calls, and she was applying for jobs, and she finally figured out why. Somehow the resume app autocorrected her name to her username, which is Princess Banana Hammock. <laughs> and that, I guess, is a friend's reference. <laughs> I think Phoebe wanted to change her name to that. Yeah. Um, so even with that name on her resume, she did manage to land two interviews. <laughs> but now her real name is back on there, and she's expected to get a few more. So It, it makes actually, you wonder, who, like, who, which companies responded to her? With oh, Princess good... Banana, it, and, and it actually shortened it to because ham. of the spacing, so it's Princess Banana Ham. 
<laughs> but I'd love to know what company said, yeah, let's call her in. That is so funny. Well, I wonder, because oftentimes companies, you know, the resumes just are auto, go through this automatic process now. Oh, right. If you're posting them online. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so they might not even worry about what your name is. Sure. Yeah. They're just looking for keywords and qualifications and whether or not you have a college degree and all that good stuff. Boy, it's tough to look for work, isn't it? It's the worst. I just want to. I just want to hug people when I see them sitting, waiting to go in for an interview. I just want to hug them. You know, and what? they specifically ask me not to, but I just want to. <laughs> I because I think what a vulnerable position for them. It's this big built-up process. They've been talking with family and friends for days leading into this, picking out the right outfit, going back and forth, running over potential answers in their head. You would think, yeah. And then the, 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 the employer, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, 10 o'clock, we got to go do those interviews now. But for the other person, they're vulnerable. They're hoping that they get this job. I just, I don't know. It's always sort of broken my heart in some way. You know way. what's even more stressful than that is mm. putting together the resume. To mm. me, that is so, I've done one resume in, oh my gosh, 26 years. Oh my. Even, well, when, I, even when I got this job. I don't even think Amy looked at my resume. Well, I don't. Yeah, you're in a fortunate position where they just go on. They go on a demo, yeah. uh, you know, real, if you will. Or if you're applying for a job in the same market, they're familiar with you. Right. And where you've been. Yeah, they don't care what your what job you held down when you were 20. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that stresses me out so bad having to put together a resume. You know, I got hired, thank you for asking, at the Cheesecake Factory out of college. And <laughs> I thought you were leaving us. <laughs> and I got uh, I got hired, and then they mentioned working Sundays. You have to wear all white, I think, at Cheesecake Factory. So I was prepping, like, what am I going to do for that? I'm sitting there at the orientation. The boss is going through some things with me and a couple other hires. And he mentioned working Sundays on a rotation. You know, everybody mm-hmm. works, like, every other Sunday. And uh, and I walked away from that job because I thought that it would interrupt my fantasy football watching. That is funny that you say that because <laughs> I have a friend who refused to work on Sundays because of Packers games. Sure. Oh my gosh! Like he'd be like, I'm like he acted like his grandmother died every time he would have to work on oh, a day there God was sake. a game. It, people are serious about their football, man. I mean, at least lie and say you for religious reasons. I know I didn't even work. say church. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you should. I mean, if you're ever going to lie about church, that's, that's the time a, to do that's it. That's the way for to do football. it. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh up a good my point. gosh! Anyway, could you imagine you though sitting down at, at a fancy event? I would presume you you're here now at the Cheesecake Factory because <laughs> of the big promotion or whatever. Hey guys, welcome in. My name's Steve. I'm going to be your server tonight. Here's our menu. It's 86 pages long of various entrees and ads. <laughs> Can I get anybody a drink to get started so many here? Tips. Come on, let's be honest. Oh my you, gosh! See, no, you'd but listen. Be loaded right now. Uh, no, 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 no. I worked at a restaurant called the Citrus Grill in Covina, California, and they had live jazz on Friday and Saturday nights. I think I worked there for about six months. I never got uh, promoted to waiter. I was always a busser. And I could seat people, kind of like a buster slash host. can't handle him. Right? <laughs> Not for a full meal. 
They just need him. Just let him walk up to the table. He's jovial, and then have him clear their dishes at the end. He'd be like, "Oh God, this guy! We'll pay you to go away." <laughs> they kept me in the kitchen a lot. Did you have to wear a whole bunch? <laughs> Did you have to wear a bunch of pins and stuff? <laughs> no, I didn't have to bedazzle my my outfit. That would have sucked because everybody flare. else would have been so much more flared up than me. <laughs> I mean, I just, yeah, that was a bummer. One job I never did was waitressing. No. It was very eye-opening when we did that for Project Down and Dirty. Let me tell you. That is hard work. It's a tough, it absolutely is hard work. I was sweating. I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. This is hard. Anyway. All right, I'm out of here. Uh, No, you're not. Dawn is. You stay. Dawn, you go. All right. Um, Thank you. Bye. When we come back, uh, we've got some music news. How about some music predictions for 2021? Ooh, I like it. And Harry Styles has a new girlfriend. I'll tell you who it is coming up next.